0: The Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New York, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted, same-game parlays, to live, in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet a 100 and get a 100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T state restrictions apply and welcome into the fantasy football podcast presented by the sports gambling podcast network i'm your host justin bruni joining me as always is mr andrew td king rob how we doing boss
1: good man excited to be here talk a little uh, qb reviews qb previews a little bit maybe you know for for this year and mm-hmm. uh you know maybe we'll sprinkle in some other stuff
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Excited for the uh, the uh, championship games this week. AFC and NFC championships going to be nice. We're coming down to the wire here. We'll have this weekend our little reprieve and then on to the Super Bowl. So very excited uh, or exciting stuff going on in the NFL. And, you know, we're going to be here along the way to, you know, keep the fantasy football conversation going. And if you haven't seen already, we've got a ton of uh, Dynasty content. Uh, Shout out to Dave, Brad and Emerson for pumping all that out right now everything's flowing over here at SGPN. So be sure to dive into all of our content. Uh, Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, smash the fantasy tab. We've got all the good stuff for you. And, of course, if you're a diehard fantasy fan, you're playing Dynasty, we've got a lot of good stuff in there for you. So be sure to go check out their stuff as well. They're absolutely killing it right now. Uh, Tonight, yeah, you know, our reviews on quarterbacks, they're not going to be as friendly, I feel like. You know, The, the top 11 or 12 that we had were, you know, well, they were top guys in the NFL. You know, they, they were getting some good uh, word of mouth, we'll say, right? We were uh, we were enjoying the, their product this season. Some of these names, you know, they had some bright spots this season, but maybe, you know, not so consistent. So let's lead off here. First up, just lost this last week, Dan Jones. I was a believer. I thought uh, thought the Giants were going to pull it out. Maybe it's just because I just don't like the Eagles. I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, maybe a little, uh, you know, personal bias came into into that pick. Lost a little bit of money there. No big deal. Could, couldn't have lost as much as our boss, Ryan Kramer. <laughs> he finished as, I believe, quarterback 12, 13, depending on your format. What's your review or rating of him this season?
1: So he obviously, for his value, was um, very valuable. You know, where he was drafted, his ADP mm-hmm. was well down. You know, he was probably somewhere what maybe qb popular pick no yeah yeah maybe qb 18 somewhere in there probably i mean he was he was pretty far down there you know beginning of draft season so i think for his value or for his pick where he was going in adp he was very valuable um obviously he overperformed he was top 10 qb and points per game basis um as well so yeah, I think Dan Jones actually did pretty well, and he did all that with you know a dog shit wide receiving core. I mean, a wide receiving core that has a man that they're paying a boatload of money to that didn't catch like a pass all season long. Like it's just,
0: it was it's more of a team for- mascot, Kenny Galladay. At this point, he's just he's just kind of a guy. <laughs> it's like a pl- a player coach, if you will. You know, and you you know he's like, hey, guy, good route, but let me show you how you could do it and get hurt and still get paid.
1: Yeah, I think they would have rather paid the real Kenny G to be on the sidelines playing that sweet jazz. So, you know, it just it, it was pretty incredible what he did, you know, and I don't like to say um, that as a Washington fan. Like, I don't want to talk talk well about any of the other NFC East teams. But yeah, I mean, he he definitely overperformed what, he, you know, what he should have done with with what he has. Obviously, sure. Saquon helped out with that as well. Um, But I mean, yeah, he he did pretty well. I mean, if we're giving him one out of five stars, I mean, I probably give him a honestly, you know, based off of where you drafted him and what he gave you.
0: Yeah, I was thinking somewhere around four, because again, you know, especially like in a super flex league, like this was a guy that could have been taken as, you know, he may have been as high as 18, but I think in a lot of leagues, he was being drafted over quarterback 20. You know, because people get excited about, you know, like a Kenny Pickett or a Willis or somebody like that, where they think like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to come in and take off. And they're like, I'll throw a dart with him over a guy in Daniel Jones who's just been, you know, throughout his career, pretty boring. You know, not not a very high ceiling there. Uh, Finished this year uh, very, very well, very, very strong. Uh, Let me pull up some of his numbers here. Uh, was it 15 passing touchdowns? I don't have his total interceptions, but he also had seven rushing touchdowns and 708 rushing yards. That puts him at number five. You know, it went Justin Fields, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Hurts, and then Dan Jones. From, yeah, about number five there. So that's nice to see. You know, everyone always keeps saying like, oh, you know, he's a running quarterback. He can add that into his game. And he was able to kind of you know prove that this season. But Brian Dable has said, you know, he may not be committed to Daniel Jones long term. What do we think about Daniel Jones' prospects elsewhere in the league? Is there any uh, any NFL teams in particular you think he may fit well?
1: I mean, of course, I heard the people talking about him potentially being a Washington Commander, but I really I mean, don't see that happening. I mean, I don't yeah. think the Giants want that, and honestly, I think the, I think Washington has enough bad luck mm-hmm. that they don't need to bring in somebody else that probably wouldn't be a good fit in here either. Um, I'm trying to think where he would make sense to go. Uh, I guess for the style of play, Atlanta would be interesting. I think that they okay. like having a running quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not sure how they feel about. Um, oh, my God. His name Excuse me. Um, the rookie they drafted. Oh, my God. I forget what his name is now. Um, it's, not,
0: it's not coming to me either, but uh, I'll tell you here in a minute.
1: Yeah. Goodness gracious. Uh, I'm, yeah. Let's see. So Atlanta would be interesting just because of their scheme. I guess if Baltimore moves on from Lamar, they could go ahead and, you know, potentially kick the tires Ooh. on Dan Jones as well. Matt
0: Coral. No. Sorry. I didn't know that either. It didn't come to me.
1: So, yeah, I mean, it, it I, I'm really not sure, man. Honestly, I think his best fit is is in New York. I mean, a year under his belt with Dayball, you know, that that's a good sign performed very well, you know, and again, with a crappy wide receiving core. So I mm-hmm. think, honestly, staying there and just not taking a mega deal is probably going to be his best option, as well as Dable. I mean, does Dable really want to start with another quarterback? He already has the rapport now with Jones. You know, the, uh, he's taught Jones the offense now. So I think as long as they get Jones some wide receiver help, uh, you know, maybe a, a good tight end as well. I think that they could actually be, you know, a fairly decent team. And, and I think, um, you know, Dan Jones would would be viable again for for fantasy, and I think honestly, he'd probably be if they keep him and get him more weapons. Mm-hmm. I, I honestly, I see him probably still being a back end um, quarterback one, you know, come draft season. So, yeah, I, I think his best options New York, but there, there's other options he could fit. But you know, best suited there in the old Big Apple.
0: I agree. We've seen, and it may just be because we've seen a lot of them there, but it's it Ritter, really,
1: by the way, right?
0: No, it was Matt Coral. Uh, Desmond is it- Ritter is the is, is the backup or was the backup in Atlanta is that yeah. who you I thought you were asking about Carolina oh um, no no yep I was gonna say uh, the Texans you know I feel like that could be a place where they uh, have the ability to pay him a, a good amount of money and it might just be like you know hey we want somebody other than Davis Mills this isn't an attractive market you know maybe come in and sign a two year three year deal and you know, if he can make something happen, who knows? I mean, they had a pretty good defense last year. The offense just completely stagnant. I know that we were all pretty, you know, hyping them up and excited for him this past offseason, didn't quite didn't quite get it done. Uh, could see the Texans, could be the Colts, I feel like. I think that'd be another good one if they miss out on maybe like an Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes or dare I say Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo would be a nice fit in uh in India as well. Um, but I don't think. I don't think there's a market for the Raiders, the Jets. Atlanta's interesting. Atlanta is interesting. And the Saints are interesting as well. It really just depends on, you know, who goes shopping for the big guy, big guy, you know, and has to come home with you know the leftover scraps. You know, that that's that's kind of the way that I see it. Uh speaking of one of the big guys, let's move on. We both had Dan Jones at four stars or more, you at 4.25. I'm I'm keeping it simple at the four, even with Dan Jones. And and again, it's it's based on ADP. It, no one had this expectation for him to finish inside the top 12 QB one. So, yeah, ab- absolutely a four star uh, play there from him. Aaron Rodgers, however, I cannot agree uh, at a four star rate. I'm going to have to go, oh, man, dare I say two and a half? I mean, I, I don't know if he was throwing for two touchdowns most weeks, as a matter of fact.
1: Yeah, I think it. I forget how many weeks it was that he went without being a QB one. I think it was like 90 or 92% of the season he did not finish as a QB1.
0: So, yeah, it was from weeks 13 through 18. He only threw a max of one passing touchdown per game. There was a stretch from week two to uh, week eight where he only missed that mark just once. So, yeah, pretty average, definitely below what you're expecting from him. You know, I feel like this is going to be a situation where he's going to play everything very close to the chest. He's probably not asking for a trade or requesting a trade right now, but I feel like the writing's on the wall based off of the conversations from last off season, what we actually saw this year, you know, seeing him without Devonte Adams seeing, I just feel like this team was always lacking an identity on offense. Are we running? Are we passing a lot? I mean, there are some nice pieces up and coming there, i.e., you know, Christian Watson A.J. Dillon, but I just don't know if it's enough, and I feel like the team at this point is probably going to be ready to move on from him. Uh, what is it, 3,695 passing yards this season. Not terrible. Uh, I don't have, Where's this completion percentage? I thought I had it up here. It was thirty 350 out of 442, whatever that comes to. Just not very impressive. Not the same uh, efficient Aaron Rodgers either. Uh, where do you think that he might be a good landing spot, and what's your grade on him this season? Yeah, twelve interceptions this year.
1: Man, yeah, he's he's pretty low down there. I mean, he's about like two point seven five, maybe somewhere in there. I mean, he's just didn't have a good year. You know, you can't you can't qualify him as a good quarterback this year when he's finishing consistently outside of QB one status. I mean, that's just, you know, that's a pretty good way to judge a quarterback, you know, if, if he's, cause obviously, you know, a lot of the leagues that we are in are 12 team leagues majority of the time. If you're running out a quarterback, that's not even finishing as a top 12 guy. That means that you are definitely behind the eight ball, you know, in your matchup normally. So yeah, definitely like 2.75. Um, you know, I, I'm not even sure that Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in uh, Green Bay this year you know he, he could be on the move we just saw Nathaniel Hackett get a get a job over with the Jets Um, obviously there's rumblings of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets as well so that's potential you know there but you know I think for the sake of this let's just say that he stays on Green Bay if they don't get him any more help if he's running out there with the exact same weapons that he has this year I, I don't I don't see this case getting any better I mean he just doesn't have the playmakers he has you know two good rookies and in, in watson and um oh my god Texas. romeo dubs yeah romeo tubbs, thank you and Bubs, yeah my bad yeah i just unless they get him some help or or upgrade um i do think darren waller's gonna be hitting the streets this year potentially you know that's a rumbling out there they mm-hmm. the packers originally tried to get him in the Devonte adams trade maybe if right. he leaves and goes to green bay and you know i mean we saw aaron rogers success with tight ends before so you know if he stays there and they get him a little bit of help i think he'll be you know again a qb1 status but Mm -hmm. if that don't happen i mean i'll be steering far 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 away from aaron Rodgers, you know come draft season because he's just not going to be worth it and on name base alone he'll still be drafted as the top 12 to 14 you know quarterback so
0: what do you think about if they uh if they go out and target like deandre hopkins not that hopkins wants to spend any any more time than he has to in green bay Uh, He's played in Houston and Arizona. So, I mean, pretty nice weather both places, both Oslo and Domes. But, I mean, I feel like that's what it's going to take, though. Like, they're going to have to target somebody big in free agency or in a trade. And it felt like they were a little bit more active this past deadline than they were in the offseason and in previous years. So maybe there's something there to that. But I don't know. I just feel like the relationship is super fractured. There's always this kind of like backhanded backhanded commentary coming from both sides, you know, the the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. And of course, Aaron Rodgers, he's got his, you know, big platform to to stand on with the Pat McAfee show. So you you pretty much always know what he's thinking, right? And I feel like, you know, if you kind of followed him, you know, through the season, you know, on that platform, you kind of saw, you know, obviously you know the highs and lows of the season, but at the very back end of the year. I definitely felt like there was a little bit more embrace because he was kind of like trying to like, you know, rally the boys, you know, kind of feel the moment and make a run for the playoffs. But they didn't make it. It didn't happen, you know, (laughs) door shut. So, I don't know. I I feel like uh, the Jets would be a good one for sure. Also, the Colts, who I I had already mentioned, um, uh, potentially for Dan Jones, you know, there's the Pat McAfee connection there. I have to imagine that he will be, uh, you know – He'll be calling them out in those interviews for sure. Like, hey, man, you're going to come down to the Colts or what? I know they were trying to make it happen the previous offseason. There was that big thing between Adam Schefter and uh, Dan Orlovsky on the Pat McAfee show about Aaron Rodgers going wherever he wants or going to uh, going to uh, the Colts. All right. I, I had him at uh, three. What was your number? What was, what was your review?
1: 2.75. Damn. Maybe I'm too high. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, what did Brad say in the chat? He's playing some cod.
1: Yeah. He said, maybe he'll run into Kyler. Don't die. <laughs> Don't die.
0: Kyler's coming up though. We got him, We got him coming up here. All right. Yeah. Next man up here. Let's see who we got. Uh, Mr. Tuatagavailoa. of man. I mean, I got to imagine he's going to play football again next year. I think, you know, those conversations may be a little bit much, Um are you excited about owning Tua for for next year? I mean, I I kind of feel like, as far as like the review goes, like in my opinion, he played better than what I expected. But you know, there were a lot of people that were high on him this this season. He was not a top ten quarterback in my opinion. Uh, when healthy, he played at that level, though. I mean, I can't. I, I you know, I kind of take that one on the chin from last off season. Um, but I give him a three and a half. I guess you know, you got to stay healthy at some point. But concussions are concussions. It's not like you, you can take an aspirin for that. You know, so
1: yeah. Yeah. He had, I mean, what a fantastic run there for a while. I mean, he had, he had those games where he's putting up, you know, five touchdowns touchdowns in week six touchdowns. Like, (laughs)
0: Like, yeah, he did
1: good. (laughs) Like obviously, you know, if you're playing at that level and getting that success in a game, I mean, obviously you have to be somewhat relevant in fantasy, you know, for the rest of the year, Mm -hmm. barring injuries, of course. And unfortunately that's what, you know, came and snake bit Tua was these injuries. So, I mean, I, I think you're right on. I think I'm going to give him about a 3.5 here for the season. If he would have stayed healthy, I mean, you know, man, he was just so good in this offense. I think it's the scheme. Obviously, you know, just what what Mike McDaniels was able to do with his skill position players and put them in the position for Tua to make them successful and for them mm-hmm. to help Tua succeed. Uh, you know, I think that this is probably his really, his fit, right? Like, I don't think he's going too many places and having the success. So I think if I was Tua, I would be, doing everything I can to stay on this team so I can continue to play football because I'm not sure there's a lot of other teams that are really going to take, you know, uh, the risk of bringing him on the team. I mean, again, we've seen what what happens with his concussions. You know, he's already kind of on the on the wrong side of all these concussion numbers. So we'll see you know, what happens with him. But honestly, you know, again, 3.5, I think is a fair va- of evaluation of him. And I do think he had a bunch of good games. I mean, he had a good run, but there was times too that he just he couldn't get Tyreek Hill the ball. I mean, Tyreek Hill was running like fifty yard hitches, like it just mm-hmm. insane. So you know, I, if he can work on that a little bit and they can work on the timing, I think Tua can be a you know a good quarterback next year as well. But if he moves uh, if he moves on from Miami, I'm gonna have a literal zero percent interest um, you know into a next year if he's not on Miami.
0: Yeah, I mean, as far as like startups go, I think that you're going to get them at a more affordable cost for sure, especially in some dynasty formats, superflex formats, etc. You know, I'm I'm not going to be as you know adverse to taking them. You know, if I can get them at a, a decent value as like my second or my somehow my bench QB, I do get a little bit bullish on a QB sometimes in superflex formats. So yeah, if I'm in a situation like that, I won't I won't be feeling too bad. But you know. Yeah, if he were to leave Miami, that would that would absolutely tank his value. The situation there feels really good with McDaniel's. I feel like he passed the eye test for them to just you know keep moving forward with him as long as he you know stays healthy, of course. But this is still a team where they need to go after like a, you know someone that can stand tall behind him. Like, don't be surprised if uh, we see Jacoby Brissett back down in Miami. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some aged veteran that's going to need a chance, maybe like an Andy Dalton. You know, if he moves or on Tom the Brady.
1: Scene. Not, uh, I mean, he I, was da- he was down visiting that private school down in Miami.
0: Well, d- d- I thought, I mean, I don't, I don't know the n- entire intricacies of their relationship, but I thought Tom was, you know, Tampa side, and Giselle took Miami. You know, they divided the state, you know, like <laughs> in the divorce. You know, <laughs> I thought that was, that's what was happening. So, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, let I, me tell I... you, Tom's kids are going to private school. Okay, like let's be real. <laughs> like, he probably has to pick out a couple. You know. But yeah, no, yeah, I mean there there was rumblings that he was gonna go there um before McDaniels was even there, right? So I mean that, that's that's always been a thing. Uh when it comes to Tom Brady, I don't feel like he's going to I feel like he's going to the readers. It could it could be crazy. I feel like the man wants to play indoors. And now that he's single, I think Vegas might suit him pretty well. I'm just you know.
1: Yeah, but but you know, they they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But if you live there, that shit stays with you the entire time. <laughs> so you I know. mean,
0: just ask Henry Ruggs. Damn.
1: Does he want to burn when he? You know, does he want it to burn when he please? That's the issue Listen. in Vegas. <laughs> uh,
0: according to uh, Hunter Renfro, that was the issue in San Francisco. He's always talking about how Jimmy's got the clap.
1: Uh, oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm thinking like someone older behind him. Like uh, again, like if like like an Andy Dalton needs a home. If if Joe Jacoby Brissett is knocking on somebody's door, like. You know, definitely somebody, uh, you know, an upgrade over Skylar Thompson and Bridgewater. Like, obviously, that didn't get it done, right? So uh, that's something that they're going to have to to focus on. I don't think that we need to be worried about him being on the move, especially in kind of like a bullish quarterback market. Like, there's going to be, I feel like, a big shakeup at the position next year. Um, yeah, a lot of teams. I got the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons, potentially the Bucks if Tom moves on, potentially the Giants if DJ Uh, Dan Jones doesn't come back your Washington commanders, the Raiders with car gone, uh, the jets, the Colts, the Texans. I mean, am I missing anybody else? Did
1: you say the Panthers?
0: I did. Yeah. I said the Panthers. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Lamar is going to wind up staying in Baltimore. Um, but somehow if that doesn't shake out correctly, then you're going to have to throw Baltimore on that list and, you know, shake out Lamar anywhere in those destinations I just mentioned. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of um, available spots. Going to see some very aggressive uh, moves, I feel like, in free agency, potentially even trades, dare I say. So uh, what was your grade on him? On Tua? Uh,
1: what did I say? Three and a half?
0: Yeah, we both are at three, yeah. both are at three and a half. Okay. Let's move on. We're, next up is Lamar Jackson. <sighs> Super disappointing season. Super disappointing.
1: Started off as hot as can be
0: yeah started off as like you know lamar do uh was it three three four passing touchdowns in his first three games with just two interceptions and i'm not even talking about the rushing upside i'm not (laughs) you know he he had a great start to the season but like most years didn't stay healthy yeah in two of those games he had rushing touchdowns and in two out of the first three games he also had over a hundred rushing yards like cheat code when he's healthy What's your rating on him given the, um, the health status season long, the start that was, you know, nice finished. That yeah. was not great.
1: Start was awesome. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously he was, he was just right on a five-star path, you know, <laughs> like he was amazing. Uh, overall, I'm, I'm going to give him a three. Um, I think the games that he played, he was serviceable enough to be obviously a top tier quarterback, right? Like, I think, honestly, the the injuries and, you know, stuff that happened or surrounding that and contract issues and all that, you know, we never I feel like we never really got the full story as to why he was sitting out so much and whatnot. You know, is it stuff to do with his agent? Was it Mm -hmm. really just an injury? Who knows? But I mean, when he was in there, he was very valuable. You're still going to find him valuable no matter where he goes due to the rushing floor. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to give him a three, but I think that's just a little bit of an unfair evaluation due to all the weird circumstances that just happened to surround him throughout the year. Plus, you want to talk about another team that has dog shit for their wide receiver core? I mean, dog this team. is it. As soon as Bateman went out, they had nobody else. I mean, Demarcus Robinson, I mean, it's yeah, it, it was terrible. So, you know, honestly, I think he could be much better, Um, you know, whether that's here with the Ravens next year or that's somebody else. I mean, how fun would it to be? if lamar went down to miami lamar with those two guys yeah
0: no that would that would be awesome i was thinking the the raiders i would love to see him with Devonte adams i'd love to see him with darren waller i.e waller comes back renfro would be nice but he would just be kind of like you know similar to what he's been working with just kind of average
1: Yeah, just because of what he wants contract wise, I feel like he needs to go to a team that already has established wide receivers because no one's going to be able to pay Mm -hmm. somebody additionally outside of Lamar because he wants a fully guaranteed contract. He wants this and that. You know, I saw that there was people saying like Lamar should go to Washington. I don't personally like that because why? That's that's a huge
0: upgrade over what you've had.
1: Yeah, but he has so much money that that would be coming towards him. We we wouldn't be able to sign deron Payne. Like there'd be other issues outside of that. So I don't personally want somebody that's that's going to cost that much. That's still will finally next
0: Duron Payne. Payne. You'll have Chase Young coming back healthy.
1: A generational yeah, defensive Payne's end. been fantastic, man. I I don't want them to have to do that. So that's what I'm hoping is that the Heat clear clear there. But I do think that he could be very very valuable going to a couple of these teams that might have some vacancies available here. But um yeah, I mean o- overall three I think that's you know about fair for him
0: mm-hmm. yeah i don't I don't know if I would see him getting traded in the AFC I mean the jets are also interesting the Raiders I'd mentioned I feel like man I kind of like the commanders now the more that I think about it just like their offense their weapons that they have adding Lamar to that group if
1: Brady leaves could he go to Tampa sure I mean I get I mean why not why not He's cap-
0: C- Godwin Chris Evans like or Chris Evans Mike Evans.
1: Do the Cowboys get rid of Poopy Dak?
0: No, what why? No. What? No, they I don't know, no, they won't get sucks. rid of Dak. He threw the most interceptions this year. He, he <laughs> yeah. Was...
1: yeah well, also while missing what, four games, five games.
0: <laughs> that'll do it. That'll do it. But yeah, hey, I don't mind. He was gunning it. He was gunning the ball down the field. And the leagues that I owned him in did not punish you that much for an interception. So I did not mind Mr. Dak this uh this year. Uh cmc was still in carolina i would be i would be all over that lamar to carolina but that's just not going to work yeah the nfc teams do not look good like the saints the panthers the falcons like i mean if you want to go do you know mike vick part two down in atl by, by i mean yeah that, ahead.
1: that'd be interesting going to the falcons again like a, a guy who can run the ball that's kind of what they want you know down there uh-huh. and i think he could be very interesting down on that turf
0: That would, he would sell a ton of jerseys and, uh, oh my god yeah he would t- sell a ton of falcons jerseys. not that he doesn't already i mean who are we t- what are we talking about here um uh, yeah that's all that's it for lamar for me i mean honestly i i'm gonna have a really bad review for him it's about 1.5 i went two and 12 with him on a in a 14 team league and uh i won i think it was week one week two and i didn't win another week lamar thank you buddy <laughs> yeah so i'm going i'm going one and a half i just uh you know had a bad experience this year i'm not adverse to taking taking him again in next year I, you know I, I won't be against it but i don't know if i want to take him as like a high asset you know i, I want to definitely get lamar at a little bit a better value he's been the guy that people really go to earlier in drafts because of that rushing upside And we're always talking about it in the off season about how valuable it is and how lucrative is it in our drafts I'm just going to have to sit and hold, you know, like I couldn't draft like Lamar over Joe Burrow again. Like that's, you can't be doing that now. All right. Next up we have Derek Carr, another quarterback, most likely on the move. Derek Carr did not have a very good season, super inconsistent, uh, 24 passing touchdowns. I'm not sure on the interceptions. I'm going back and forth on my boards here. I mean, the the entire conversation here, because we both know that he had a bad year. Like I'm giving him again, like a one and a half stars. He's going to be on the move. He's not coming back. I mean, let's start with the NFC. I mean, we've been talking about these teams already. You know, decent fits. Carolina, Atlanta, the Giants, your commandos, the Saints. What are your thoughts?
1: I think I don't want Carson Wentz 2.0 to end up in Washington. That's fair. Uh, I don't think that's
0: an unfair. I I don't think that's an unfair take. I think that's pretty, pretty close. Although Carson Wentz has had a little bit more success, I feel like.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't think that bringing him into Washington you know, really does anything for the team, to be honest. Like he's not a guy that makes other people better around him. And that's kind mm-hmm. of what Washington needs at this point. So so I don't want him to go there. There's definitely I, I don't think Derek Carr should be out of the league by any means. I do think that he's a viable no. quarterback. No, I think yeah. he needs the right fit. Um, You know, he needs somebody who's going to be patient with him, somebody who is going to give him friendly, uh, you know, passing routes to to how do I want to say that somebody who's going to make the offense easy for him to run essentially, you know, p- people who are going to get open, people who, you know, are reliable. Like he had Devonte Adams and then really it was just like a hodgepodge the rest of the year outside of, you know, Josh Jacobs. I mean, Darren was Waller wasn't yeah. there. Hunter Renfro wasn't there most of the time. And, and when he was, he wasn't what we saw two years ago from Hunter Renfro. You know, it just, I mean, Matt Collins was awesome, but like that wasn't a guy that really anybody saw being awesome. You know, he, he right, was pretty yeah. good. So, I don't know. It was just weird. Uh, I do see here. So, we had 14 interceptions, 24 touchdowns. I uh, Again, like, he's like a middle-of-the-road guy who's serviceable, but I, I, you can't really count on him to lead your team to victory, you know, most weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, I think for this year, grade-wise, I, I, I think I give him a th- – I don't know. I'm going the one-and-a-half.
0: Like, I'm going low. Yeah, really? Low. You're going that yeah, low? yeah, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't okay. serviceable. He wasn't, no, there, he, there was a few weeks where he was okay, right? Like, let me take a look here. Yeah, he didn't have, he had one week where he threw over two touchdowns. Just one week. Like, okay, that, that's great. And that was in week 15. If you somehow started him that week, good for you. But like knowing when to start him was super difficult. Another decent game. Uh, actually, I guess there was two games. He had over two touchdowns against Seattle. Okay, great matchup, right? Uh, the other one was against New England, you know, you know, stick tap there, Derek Carr. Nice job. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, he yeah. had seven top 12 finishes now, that's not great, but I would say that's serviceable. How,
0: how did he do
1: that? I mean, per fantasy pros, I'm looking at weekly finishes here. He was uh week two, 11 week three, six week five, 11 week, nine, nine week 10 uh week 11 and 12, 10 and 10, uh, and week 15, 10. So seven mm-hmm. weeks out of the year. You know, it's not great. I mean, obviously, when we draft a quarterback, we're drafting somebody that we would like to start every single week, right? As our first guy, Derek Carr was probably not a first guy for somebody. So, you know, oh, yeah. again, I think he was serviceable because he was a QB two drafted that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't somebody who was, you know, lighting up every single week by any means. But, right. I, but I would but say people were
0: also higher on him this year than years past because of the Devonte Adams connection, True. and his emergence in the offense. So. I'm looking at, you know, because, again, we were taking like Dan Jones. We we're giving him a high grade because we didn't expect anything from him, right? Derek Carr, we were expecting QB1 numbers. Like, we were expecting a potential top eight, top, you know, even top six finish. I know I said it for sure. He's definitely He definitely had top five potential. I know I've said that multiple times uh, last offseason because you look at what they were building around him, you know. And if you were going to tell me. <laughs> Oh hey, you you have these guys around him, and by the way, Josh Jacobs is about to have a career year. Just so you know, like if you had mixed all that in, like you would have been like, oh yeah, absolutely, he's going to be a top five guy. So I'm going I'm going really low at the 1.5. Uh, maybe again, this is just uh, you know personal bias. I had him on a couple of spots. I thought he was going to you know bring me along. Didn't didn't do it. Didn't do it. Wasn't good enough. <laughs>
1: uh i'll give him a 2.25 like i said i i think i think he was serviceable enough some weeks for him to be mm-hmm. viable option but you know you really had to be lucky on guessing which weeks those are so i'm not sitting here trying to advocate for Derek carr by any means but right. again i think he was serviceable at you know at at least
0: i like uh i like the jets for him i think robert saleh other than calling nice and easy plays like you had mentioned i think that he will be a nice friend uh to Derek Carr and they're both a very uh yes sir no ma'am you know type of type a couple of guys there Salah and Derek Carr so I think they would vibe well together what uh, about
1: in in Carolina now that they have um oh who who went there Frank Wright I'm not sure yeah I think that I, I think he just got hired there so
0: he, I mean yeah the people of North Carolina and Charlotte would eat up Derek Carr
1: like uh, yeah he'd blend
0: right in for sure no problem I was also thinking the Texans go back where da- oh, big bro oh, David boy, got started. Yeah. the the family's really close to the situation down there in
1: Houston. yeah, yeah, that that worked out well for. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's that's gonna be a toughie for me. um me and, th- and, and there's a lot of these other options too like we had mentioned like Tampa or maybe even Green Bay if they're you know Hall of Fame quarterbacks move on right. Um, if something happened with Matthew Stafford, it sounds like he's going to be back, but you know, you never know, uh, Rams could get involved in there. I also feel like the Titans might move on from Ryan Tannehill as well. Could just be me.
1: I, yeah. I mean, I think so as well. It hasn't really been talked about much, but yeah, I, I would be on that side of, of the fence. If, if, mm-hmm. you know, if I was like, if I was a betting man, I'd be betting that he ain't going to be there.
0: And that's another spot where I, I I would like Derek Carr as well. I, I mean, they're a run-heavy team, right? So you don't have to have him be that high-volume guy, and he can just make some plays to, you know, trailing Burks, and, you know, yeah. they'd have to go get somebody. I mean, it's don't get me wrong. It's the, not going to be ideal.
1: Yeah, and again, I think the problem with Derek Carr going there or going to any of these places that don't have, like, superstars there, like you have Derek Henry in, in Tennessee, and that's it, right? Derek Carr mm-hmm. is not a guy to make other people better. So I, I fear that's the problem is Derek Carr needs to go somewhere where there's already some established dudes, you know, mm-hmm. that, that don't need him to make them better. They just need him to get them the ball. Uh, so I, I, I'm i not sure Tennessee would be a good fit for him due to that reason alone. But, yeah, I mean, I do agree with you. I don't think Tennessee sticks with Ryan Tannehill.
0: One one last one I'll throw you here. What do you think about Kenny Pickett versus Derek Carr? you think the Steelers would move on from Kenny or just let let it ride?
1: Nah, I I think that they're they're letting it ride. They they took him for a purpose. Um, That's what I'm thinking it, too. I also think he sells more jerseys up there than Derek Carr would.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're a loyal group there in Pittsburgh. Uh, let's hit a let's hit a quick word from the sponsors. What do you got up for us?
1: Yeah, uh, let's see here. We got WinBet up on here. Uh, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. The NFL playoffs are here. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet Get 100. Get 100 limited to state availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1 800 522 4700.
0: All right. And we're back. We're talking about Andrew's favorite person, Dak Prescott. Hmm.
1: He yeah. should be. Hey, he, he won made you me a bunch an of ultimate money. bet. Uh, that's, that's right. Funny. I, I, plus 5,000 odds before the season started for him to throw the most interceptions. I thought that was dead in the water as soon as he got injured. But no, the ultimate fuckery, he came back still threw a shit ton of interceptions. Love to see it. It was probably one of my, one of my favorite bets I've ever won just because of how much shit I had to go through through the season. Like, man, this dude gets hurt. I'm never going to, I did have Kyler as well, but there's uh,
0: always those bets where you're just like, you know, can I get like an additional plus 200 for this sweat out that I'm pulling right now? You know what I mean? Like I was watching some hockey last night. I'm just like, man, this is aggravating as hell. Like I, I should get another plus 100 for having to sit here and watch this madness. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, just, just ultimate, Ultimate win by me with the old Dak interceptions. Again, I, I thought it was dead in the water. So that was the only thing Dak's ever done good for me outside of give us those two final plays, the last two uh, playoffs. You know, the, this last play where Zeke gets blown up. Amazing. <laughs> last year where Dak ran out the clock on it just, uh, yeah, ultimate collapses by the Cowboys. And I love to see it. But, you know, for fantasy purposes, Dak was in the games he played. Okay. Right. Hit or miss. Um, I, probably give him a two and a half, you know, average, he was okay. Wasn't great. Had some games where he was very good, had some games where he was pretty bad. So, you know, if he cleans up the interceptions, um, you know, and they get a better wide receiver two in there for him, I think mm-hmm. he can be pretty good. You know, I hate to say it, but the offense runs through deck, um, and no longer runs through Zeke, as we can see Zeke sucks. Pollard now that he's injured you know uh, is he going to be even ready for the beginning of the season next year that's that's up in Mm -hmm. the air Dak might have to shoulder a lot of the work so I think honestly next year depending on how all this shakes out with the injury and and you know what they add or take away from them uh, Dak could be a good candidate to pick up early in the season and then trade away like after like three or four weeks of of being good you know you could probably Mm -hmm. get a pretty good ransom you know for him uh, again i think they're gonna have to pass the ball a lot if, if pollard is uh is injured you know and doesn't start the the year next year but i mean o- overall again Dak had some decent games i'm trying to pull up his stats here uh, i wanted to look at a few things so
0: out of 11 starts he only had three games where he threw less than two passing touchdowns you're a thousand percent right like he just needs to clean up the interceptions and you know he'd have a four-star season really also needs to throw more throw more touchdowns like come on like obviously yeah he played what five or six less games so that doesn't help so 20 23 and 11 it's not bad you're you're pretty much uh you know right on that um you know two touchdowns a game mark so you just like to see uh you know longer season better health and uh maybe another a weapon around him. because yeah it doesn't look like tony pollard may be ready to start next season let's you know knock on wood for him now Uh, we've seen you know turnarounds in the offseason james robinson everyone had written off you know this offseason but he was running straight line sprints in june right so you know if you don't completely have your ear to the ground you might miss something like that i'm pretty sure everyone's going to be all over tony pollard so i'm sure we'll get something at some point on him uh dak i'm going to give a three this uh this year highs lows so always uh you know somewhere in between i feel like for most weeks but you know, he had a lot of big weeks for me specifically. I want to see, weeks 15 and 16 were big, especially in fantasy. Those are huge in the fantasy playoffs. Had back-to-back weeks with three passing touchdowns. He didn't do that at any other point this season. So, you know, he had his moments where he came up big, but he also let you down early on in the season and made you play the quarterback game. So I'm going to meet, meet him in the middle. Give me uh, Give me the three. And yeah, I think he's staying put. I don't need to worry about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, I I like to look at weekly finishes because again, uh, I like to judge a guy on how often they finish as a QB one. You know, if you're going to be starting him in your lineup, again, you want to have a top twelve quarterback. If not, you immediately start off behind, you know, behind everybody else. So, um, out of the games he played, which was let's see, from week set, so we played week one, obviously, and then week seven to eighteen. He had one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks of a top 12 out of the one, two, three,
0: eleven four, starts. Five, six.
1: Yeah. So, again, a little bit more than 50% of the time, he was a QB one. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. So, again, if, they, if he cleans up the interceptions, they get a little bit better uh, weapons around him outside of CD Lamb and Schultz. Mm-hmm. I think that he could be a almost week in and week out QB one. You know, again, I hate to say that, but, um, yeah, and do, do you think that they do anything with the offensive coordinator this year? Do you think they move on at all there, or just keep?
0: I think Kellen? uh, Kellen's getting touted for coaching jobs, so yeah. They, so they, so that's probably to watch
1: out for, right? Is they're probably if he moves on? To. Yeah, if he moves on, who comes in? And you know, a lot of times we see this: new coordinator comes in, new coach comes in. It's not bang bang right out of the gate. So you know, keep that in mind. Moving on to next year, that if they do move on from Kellen Moore, that uh, there could potentially be some hiccups for Dallas straight out of the gate. That would be interesting.
0: Next up, we have uh, Mr. One Star himself. We're not allowed to give him anything more than this, and this might be doing him a favor. That's Russell Wilson. I cannot imagine Russell Wilson is going to be wearing another jersey <laughs> other than the uh, Denver Broncos next season. So I'm fully anticipating him coming back yeah i'm not getting i'm not going anything north of one star and like i said i think that might be a little too generous uh what are your thoughts on him from this year other than he was stinking bad
1: i will give him one and a half i'll give him a half star how dare you i'll give him a half star because new team first time coach
0: mr unlimited
1: yeah unlimited. how can you be I-
0: unlimited and not be good on every team.
1: Listen, he, towards the end of, this, uh, of the year, whatever happened, he flipped the life switch and started playing better. Not saying that that makes up for the entire shit show of the, the first part of the season. But Russell Wilson, I think, is still a good quarterback. I, I think that Nathaniel Hackett absolutely count. sucked. Oh, come on now. Uh, <laughs> I think Hackett It's uh, not it a sucked. real
0: week. It's like week one. It's not real.
1: It's, I mean, he still had to go out there and play. and And the game he got injured, the game he got concussed, he was doing awesome, like, That's fantastic. True. That's true. so. I mean, it's just, I, uh. I, I don't know. I mean, he's such a hard case because again, Sorry. I think I think a lot of the hacking oh, issues, man. right? Um, hacking was an issue. Obviously, they lost Javante William early in the season. You know, he could have been a bigger help to to Wilson as well. But Wilson's main problem for me, what I saw while watching these games, was he was just missing dudes that were wide open. He would like look at them, be like, nah, and just look somewhere else, like. Dude, take your read, get the five, six yards, whatever, and move on to the next play. Stop trying to be the hero. Like, that was his problem. I think he has a hero mentality, a God mentality a little bit. You know, he's he's out there Wentz praising mentality. Jesus, which is great. But he, he better start asking Jesus to help his ass on the football field because he sucks. But with that said, I still give no, him the benefit Jesus of the Jesus was
0: listening, buddy. That's what we got.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Jesus like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to send you through some trials and tribulations here season one, and uh, maybe we'll help you out season two. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to fully fade Russ like a lot of people are talking about doing next year. I still think the team's good. I still think they have good weapons around them. Javante Williams will be coming back, so I, I think Russell will be better next year. But obviously Nathaniel Hackett out of town, which is probably good. The, this could be like the, Ur- the the Urban Meyer you know thing f- from last year with Jacksonville. You know Trevor Lawrence not good last year. Trevor Lawrence this year pretty good. Russell Wilson this year suck next year uh, he's could be pretty good depending on who they come in so
0: yeah i i agree that I next doubt. season should be better because there's only room to go up from these numbers i mean he's gonna have to still be hurt to go lower than the totals that he put up this season i'm just not impressed though like i i, I didn't have him anywhere i mean there was many of folks on this very network saying he's a top five top ten quarterback got got you some bitch got you no, I'm I was not buying that sauce. I had him at what I had him at like 15.
1: 15. Hey, he, how many he did weeks, not how many weeks did it? we say Rogers was a top five or top 12 QB? I don't know, two, three, two? Oh, something Oh, bad. How, how many weeks do you think Russell Wilson finished as a top 12 quarterback? Uh two
0: or three.
1: Uh four. Four. The he, hell? Had, he had week 17, week 16. So 17, week uh QB two. Uh 18. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. 18 QB2, 17, 5, 14, 3, and then and four and four. And four. Yeah. Four weeks. He had four weeks. That's better than Aaron Rodgers. And we're definitely shitting way more on Russell Wilson than we did Aaron Rodgers. And and again, Russell Wilson was probably in a harder scenario than Aaron Rodgers was. Aaron Rodgers has been with this with the Packers forever, right? Like Russ just right. came here and had a new coordinator, new team, new everything. So again, I I don't want to say that we're well, being unfair to Rogers.
0: Also had a two to one touchdown ratio, twenty six to twelve.
1: Yeah,
0: I, and Wilson had sixteen to eleven. Like it's still there. Well, I mean, I what does that, that tell you, right? I don't know how that happens. Like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is only good the weeks that other quarterbacks were good. I guess I don't know.
1: Yeah, I got to feel like
0: there's some like there's some like fringe numbers there. Like the, like oh, he finished at QB thirteen or fourteen. Like just missed out on it or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like they just had to be like really close, but. Yeah, I mean, they need to do something. I mean, and, like, I'd like Cortland Sutton, but they need somebody that's going to stay healthy. Like, they – same thing with Jerry Judy. Like, both of these guys. Like, if – I mean, I guess it's their whole offense. What am I talking about? We already mentioned Javante Williams. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just going to be, like, continuous bad luck with Denver, but uh, they need better pieces around them, uh, especially coaching for sure. Um, I am going to still be very tentative – to take him i won't be completely adverse but i will you know he's gonna be at the back end of my rankings i'm not gonna be like super excited to grab him i no. will buy i will buy the narrative that he'll have a better season but i you know i want someone that's buzzing you know i want me some Joe Burr some Joe Burr that guy mm-hmm <laughs> no russell fucking wilson all right next up uh we got the like the we got some real dirty names coming up here first up we got marcus Mariota. marcus Mariota definitely going to be on the move i will say that i i mean i'm gonna have to give him a three star still i don't think that that's i don't think that's an outlandish rating i think that maybe maybe you know what let's say even three and a half i'll say even three and a half because i think four is a bit much but everybody had written him off Everybody, all the memes, all the jokes about him—you know—playing for Atlanta. He was playing very well to start the season, and I'm not sure if it was just, you know, like him being kind of banged up. You know, the team not really focusing on passing the ball. They were using him as kind of like a run option decoy, and you know, not really just being a, like a high flying offense. But the team was putting up points. It was crazy. They, they were a top ten scoring team, I think, through the first, uh, like nine, eight or nine weeks or something like that, through the first half of the season. So I'm gonna give him a three and a half. I'm excited to actually see where he goes this coming season. Last year, I said he should have gone to Carolina. It's not so exciting anymore, you know, when your running backs are Dante Foreman and Chubb Hubbard. Uh, but I still think that it would be a good fit. It's in the division. So I, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen there because I think he has a two year deal. So he's going to have to get traded. Is that right?
1: Oh, man. To be honest, I'm not sure. I think he
0: signed a two-year deal, so I think he's going to have to get, move, get moved. I know that he was unhappy with how things finished you know, down the stretch of the season because he wanted it to says, play.
1: It says for this year, uh, there's an opt-out in the deal with minimal dead cap space for the Falcons if they do decide to let him go.
0: Gotcha. So they can let him go, and they probably will, which is fine. Uh, Caroline is interesting to me. Uh, wouldn't be crazy to see him again in, in, um, in uh, Vegas with the Raiders, but he would probably be in a backup role there. Uh, also of course, you know, the Texans, somebody's got to have the job. Somebody's got to do it. So those would be where, you know, the, the, destinations where I could see him maybe falling. What are your thoughts on him from this year and your, um, your thoughts on him for moving on to next season?
1: So, I mean, he wasn't a guy that you wanted to use a lot this year, right? I mean, he just didn't, there was nothing really appealing outside of him having a little bit of a rushing floor. You know, they didn't really have a, a ton of weapons there that you truly trusted. We all thought mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts was going to be the next Tony Gonzalez, and then he shit the bed. He's and then
0: got... tight end.
1: Yeah, he sucked. It was just plain and simple. They just not didn't use good. him a- at all. So it was, you know, th- this team showed us real early that they wanted to run the ball, which obviously mm-hmm. does not bode well for starting for a fantasy quarterback, unless that quarterback is Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, I mean, he wasn't somebody who you really wanted to start. I give him about a two on the star ranking. I, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I lie. I'll give him a two and a half. I'll give him a half star because I think he was in a weird situation with with this team because they drafted Ritter. You know, they obviously knew that he wasn't going to be the long term thing. So I didn't think that they really cared throwing him into the wind, uh, you know, towards mm-hmm. the end of the season. Like they, they kind of just totally disregarded any feelings that he may have had. And, uh, you know, he was, he was fine throughout the, the season. He was okay. He wouldn't have killed you, but I'm looking here. The games he played and started, he has three, four, four weeks as a QB one. That's okay. We just got done talking about Russell Wilson had the same mm-hmm. and Aaron Rodgers had two or three. So, I mean, he was okay. It just, it wasn't a guy that you wanted to start every week. Um, I think in his scenario, again, with the team that wanted to rush the ball a lot, he mm-hmm. wasn't somebody that you really wanted to look forward to play. I'm, I'm really not sure. I was trying to think while, while you were just talking here, like what team would I, Most think he's suited for moving on from the Falcons here. And man, I I don't really see a team that I think it's really good for him. Maybe, maybe, maybe Seattle if they want to move on from Geno. But I kind of think that they're kind of the same.
0: He would be a good backup uh, to Geno.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I I can't really think of a team that I think he's going to be good on. I honestly don't think he's going to be playing next year in any sort of starting role. I think he could be a backup. But honestly, like I could see him also just not being anywhere in the NFL next year. I mean, I think really? he's been he's been on teams. I mean, it hasn't worked out yet. He's been fine. But look he what had, happened when he tried. He to throw had, the uh,
0: ball. He had 15 passing touchdowns through 13 games. Mm-hmm. Russ Wilson had 16 through what? The same amount? 17? Mm-hmm. A couple more? I think that he's good enough to still be in the league for certain. I mean, we've seen some bad, bad quarterback play like. That's a perfect candidate for a Miami backup. Um, If there's a place where I think he could start where he would fit the offense well, it's if Aaron Rodgers moves out of green Bay and he goes in place for green Bay, I think that he would fit Matt Lafleur's system very well. It's a run heavy system. I feel like he would be able to still kind of give life to Aaron Jones's game and AJ Dillon. And again, like, their offense really didn't rely on Aaron Rodgers this season. It was relying on its defense and, you know, putting them into good positions and their run game. So it's not like you have a receiver that's going to just like need a bunch of targets. You have Alan Lazard That's probably on his way out the door. So you're looking at Christian Watson, Romeo Dubes, and you know, not much but else. Who does it he sounds like better. the Falcons. Oh, he doesn't does make any better?
1: better. He doesn't make yeah, exactly better. like, I don't think listen, that, that would listen, ever work. Carson Wentz
0: doesn't make anybody better. I know. I tried telling the commanders
1: that. <laughs> I know. I was. I was That's like, what I'm Man. saying. Like, I, I there's lots of that.
0: there's lots of quarterbacks that don't make the players around them better, but they do enough to operate the offense. I like. I'm not going to sit here and say that Brock Purdy makes players better. Okay, he's playing catch with CMC everywhere it's just, it's, it's, it's not fair to say that, like, he is just, like, some amazing quarterback, the second coming of Tom Brady or whatever. Like, he's not that. He's in a very good system. So, like, Green Bay, I feel like Marcus Mariota could fit into that system. You know, Carson Wentz, you know, going to the commandos was, you know, trying to put a square in a peg hole. Like, it just wasn't going to work. You know, same thing with Matt Ryan in, in Indianapolis. Like there's a there's plenty of examples this year specifically. Russell Wilson and the Broncos. We just talked about it, right? Like there's plenty of these examples. Russ Wilson didn't make anybody better this year. But if they bring in the right coach, they get in the right, you know, scheme, that can change. So no, I don't think that Marcus Mariota is like some elite talent by any means, but I, I, I think he's uh he should be employed in the NFL. You know, I want a fifty dollar side bet that he would be a starter. This season, and that was last off season, like the very beginning of last off season, when they said, "Oh yeah, he's going to hit the market, going to test, he's going to dabble, going to dip his toes in them in the quarterback market." I say he's going to be a starter. I also said he was going to play for Carolina. I, I, Carolina, their situation, they would have gladly had him, gladly had him this year.
1: It's true. So I had to I'll trade your, CMC. <laughs> I'll I'll take your fifty dollar bet on Mariota being a starter next year.
0: Doubling down. Let's go. The last guy still hasn't paid me. So I'm probably when you know when he v- finally comes around to paying me, I'll have him just forward you that if I lose. <laughs> okay. But yeah, d- week week one. This the, the rule is week one, he has to be a starter. That Fine. means he's going on, he's walking on the field as a starter week one. It doesn't count if he comes in as the backup week one week one. Doesn't count. Yep. He's got to be yeah, a as long
1: as he takes the very first snap, week one, he's the starter. That's the bet.
0: Love it. God, I'm so excited now. So excited!
1: Man, I, I better write this down because I'm not gonna lie. I, I won't forget, I buddy. For- I
0: won't forget because no? oh, I didn't. Good. I didn't forget last year. I was sitting there like watching the news. Like that's what makes the, the off fun. You know what I mean? Like when you're just like waiting for something to land. I was like, oh, he's going to Atlanta. Okay, Desmond Ritter. <laughs> I, I like this situation. Okay, and then you got a camp coming around, and you're seeing all the blurbs. Who's looking better than who? Marcus Mariota looks like the most confident cornerback in camp. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Super exciting. Oh Super exciting. Well, Thank you so much. You
1: can remember, cause I can barely remember what I ate for breakfast. So uh,
0: breakfast dinner. One, oh, you can't see it. No invisible drink. It's an invisible drink.
1: What does that say? Mountain Dew.
0: It doesn't say anything. You can't see it. Uh. All right, let's move on. Uh, Kyler Murray, Mr. Call of duty himself. Yikes. Not moving on. They've already moved on from cliff. So I'm all but confident that Kyler's going to be sticking around. Uh, They committed to him long-term, you know, with his new deal. So, again, doesn't really have any concern for me. More concerned if he's going to be ready to start next season. Uh, (laughs) This season, I guess, you know, I got to give, like, what, a two? Like, he doesn't really do that much this this year. How many weeks did he finish as a quarterback one?
1: Let's see. I was about to pull that up. Uh, Let's see. Week, Week one, nine. Week two, six. Week four, seven. Week five, twelve, week seven, ten, week. Week eight, five was twelve. Yes.
0: Oh, what he didn't do anything that week. That's awful. All right, sorry, let's, go ahead.
1: Uh let's see. So I said week seven, ten, week eight, three, week nine, eight, week twelve, four. And then obviously he got hurt first play. So one, Ugh. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight QB one finishes out of the what did he play? It's to, uh, good. Eleven it's games.
0: Good. Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, not not bad. As shitty as we think he was, and believe me, he looks shitty out there at most times. Yeah. He, fin- but, but again, I mean, you got that l- that little bit of a rushing floor in there. Plus, they like to use him around the goal line to run stuff in. So, I think that mm-hmm. that really helped him. But again, we're we're judging on them on their total points and and how how we think that they fit into our fantasy narratives. And again, next year he'll probably end up having a decent amount of QB one finishes when he comes back you know I, I you know what I shouldn't say that because of the injury we never know what's going to happen but barring any really bad issues with the injuries I think he'll, he'll come back and be okay Um, the other thing to watch out for is what's going to happen with Hopkins is he sticking around if not if he gone I I don't think I'm going to want any part of Kyler Murray to be honest
0: that's that's what my concern is is that D-Hop is going to be gone and Murray may not be a hundred percent to start this season and, and therefore where, when I would expect him to be running more, because you may not have, you know, just because you're getting rid of an A1 receiver doesn't mean that you're going to have an A1 receiver just waiting there for you. Uh, I think this team is still going to have A.J. Green next year. Uh, take that back. I think he's a free agent. Pretty sure he's a free agent. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not a deep wide receiver group. Uh, probably should have just paid Christian Kirk. You know, probably should have just tried to keep him uh, or do a little bit more, be a little bit more aggressive to keep him on the staff because, man, he had a great he had a great season this year. mm mm-hmm. Can't wait to leave him a review. Uh, I'm going with a th- I'm going with a three for Kyler. I-, I guess it's really just the back end of the season. Like it was kind of a, sim- a situation similar to Lamar. He started off the season very well, and like very well still. Kind of like you know, I-, I feel like being generous. Like week three, he had only 314 passing yards, no passing touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, in this league in particular, I'm looking at he had like 6.8 fantasy points in week six, seven point eleven. I mean, most weeks he was pretty reliable for you. Like there really wasn't, um, you know, a lack of trust factor. But the you know, what, the total product on the season definitely didn't bag you any championships or, you know, any big payouts by any means. So, yeah, I'm going to stick him right in the middle at three. I mean, again, it's really just going to be based on his health. If he's 100% somehow by week one, then, yeah, I think he'll be running around a lot. I don't think that they're going to be able to fill that void of DeAndre Hopkins that I'm expecting to – um come to them you know this offseason so i feel like the offense will be more focused around him probably the run game and you know he'll probably be somewhere in like the back end of quarterback one range i I couldn't see myself drafting him as six seven or higher I, I, i don't i don't know about that
1: yeah, uh, I, I pretty much agree with everything you had said. And I, I do think that I'll have him probably towards the back end of my QB ones. Again, it really depends on what happens with who they hire for the coach. What happens mm-hmm. with Hopkins? You know, do they do anything better in the run game besides James Conner? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. We really got to wait to see what happens with the injury and, and how he's right. progressing. I mean, it's, right. it's so hard to say right now, but from this last year. Yeah, I mean. I would say probably like a 2.75 for him. He, he was good. Like he had good games. He just didn't really look good out there. He wasn't like inspiring. It wasn't somebody I really wanted to draft. It would have been somebody I just settled for. Like mm-hmm. that's not really somebody I'm looking for when somebody doesn't play. And, and you know, this was something I said a lot this off season when I was doing mm-hmm. underdog shows with Emerson, and we were talking about, you know, good values and, and who goes where and who we want on our team. And like, I, I was saying this when I said about Mike Thomas and I'll say it for Kyler Murray. He doesn't look like he wants to be out there and play. I don't mm-hmm. want somebody on my teams who I don't think wants to be out there because then they're not going to give it their all. So Kyler was one of those guys I just kept looking at. him. He just, I don't know. He looks like he pisses and moans too much and just looks like he's like a, I almost say they're, a diva. But he just he needs to get his way and it's just oh, it right. pisses me off.
0: No, there's definitely that little league attitude from him for sure. You know, the kid with the puppy eyes at the end of the bench asking like. Can I just go out and get one more at bat? Like, no, what are you talking about? Like, you got like three people ahead of you. They said that I could go ahead. No, like he's got a bad attitude for sure. And I think that was highlighted in the hard knock series. I'm not sure if you watch much of that with the Arizona Cardinals. There seemed to be a big disconnect between the coaching staff and and Kyler. So it feels like Cliff leaving a new regime coming in is going to be just what he needs. But are they going to toe the Kyler line? And I feel like they probably will the organization just invested quite a bit in him so I have to imagine that he's going to be highly involved in the recruiting process for the new coaching staff or whatever the new head coach he'll he'll be involved with that and you know be a part of the OC interviews etc cetera, etc cetera, and all that so I think he's going to play a, a big part of what they want to do because they're trying to build a, the team around him so again like it's not a terrible situation to go into for next year, but it's certainly not someone that you're just like, yeah, 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 give me some Kyler Murray right away. Like it's 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 nothing like that. And I do feel like when you do draft him next year, you're kind of going to be eh, biting your thumb, white knuckling it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you may not feel completely satisfied with it, but you'll be like, we got a quarterback. He can throw. He can run. Whatever happens, happens. So it's yeah. not going to be it's not going to be something you're telling your friends about. All right, next two we're going to do in, uh, we're going to pair them up here. Davis Mills and Andy Dalton. I think from their seasons this year, we're looking probably at anywhere from one to two stars. And we're probably looking at backups somewhere for next year. Uh, anywhere where you could imagine, well, I guess Mills, he'll just be a backup in Houston. I cannot imagine that they're going to give him the reins again. Um, I think in this market that they would, you know, they would get involved in free, either free agency or maybe even drafting someone. Um, but Mills did not, um, you know, fit the mold this year people are a little bit higher on him from his play at the end of last season uh what are your thoughts about these two guys uh in my like i said in my opinion they're both backups going into next season at least their they're quality of play
1: agreed yeah mills will be lucky if they if they want to you know want to keep him there honestly they could get marcus mario as a backup and draft stroud or draft you know somebody else so right He'll be lucky to still be there, but yeah, I fully agree with you. Dalton and Mills both going to be backups. Um, I think they both are probably in the one point two five range for me of stars. Mm-hmm. Neither one were all aspiring. We we and I fell into the trap too. Davis Mills looked decent at the end of the previous season, and I'm like, it okay, did.
0: and and in the preseason. But again, you know, it's preseason. Yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is.
1: But. Yeah, I fell into the Mills trap like I thought he was going to just be much better. And it did not take very long for him to show us that he was just not it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, again, I think both of them, you know, about one point five stars. Andy Dalton was had glimmers of being okay, you know, being old Andy Mm -hmm. Dalton. But ultimately, he sucked, man. But he did give us one of the best slow-mo videos of the season where he threw that pick six against the I think it was the Cardinals. And Mm -hmm. he's walking back, like, and he's, like, doing one of these maneuvers. And the guy's diving behind him, like, did you want to flip into the end zone? One of the best short videos I've seen from the NFL in a while. Like, that was amazing.
0: So, uh, you
1: know, hats off to Andy Dalton for giving us that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, both of them, not inspiring, not somebody you're going to want to draft whatsoever, whether they are in a starting position or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, if I was coaching staff, I probably wouldn't have either one of these fools on a team. But that's just me uh yeah I mean (laughs) it's just you got you got something there
0: with with Mills and at least his age like you know if if you're if you're a coach and you're a scout and you believe like hey like you know this kid could work in our system we can build around him or just just bring him into camp and let him compete because that's that's what I see for both of these guys is you know Dalton probably a a backup like I, I think that he could be a serviceable backup anywhere anyone he could come in and play one to two games for any team in my opinion beyond that you're asking a little bit too much. Like, you know, this isn't going to be someone that's going to go out and win you a handful of games. But, you know, somewhere like Carolina, if they get a young quarterback and you just want them to sit the bench and be that kind of player coach, um, I could see a similar situation um, in uh, Pittsburgh. If they want to just bring in someone with a little bit more uh, veteran leadership, that's a good spot, I think, for Andy Dalton coaching up Kenny Pickett. Not saying I see similarities to their game, but I, you know, I feel like they would, you know, it would be a good combination, good teacher-student type of scenario. Um, I was gonna say the Patriots, but Bailey Zappi, baby, bring me some Bailey Zappi next year. Run it up.
1: Yeah. Speaking of shitty quarterbacks, Carson Wentz. Do you think he would be okay in Carolina?
0: No, I don't think he'll be okay anywhere. What I think Carson Wentz will do. Was uh, who who did you describe it as playing hero ball? Was it Murray? A hero ball? Who was pl- who was who was playing hero ball? Who was just playing on oh, a uh, control? Russ. Yeah, yeah, Russ. I mean that that's Carson Wentz to a T. Like, oh, why throw it out of bounds when I can run twenty yards even farther back than the line <laughs> of scrimmage, and I could maybe try a throw back there because there's no one back there but me. Like yeah. he just he runs himself into terrible ser- scenarios and situations. All the time, whether he's forcing the ball, whether he's holding on to it for too long, whether he's trying to make some like left-handed play, thinking he's like Patrick Mahomes or something, you know, like no, he's not going to be good anywhere. The best landing spot would probably be the like the Raiders. I feel like right now, based off of offensive scheme, the talent available, Um, you know, jump in if 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 you think there's anywhere else, maybe well, Seattle. I, I just feel Carol? like they're. I feel like they're just gonna continue to ride with Gino. I just I don't see them moving off of him. He proved himself. He was given an opportunity. They asked him to be the guy. They brought in just Drew Locke in that trade. That's it. Like it's not like they did anything to challenge him this season, as far as like, you know, adding another veteran or you know, Drew Locke was never gonna push him out of the spot. You know what I mean? You can say that they were competing all you want in camp, but he was never gonna do it. Um, And he was a top 10 QB this year. So the only way that they move on from Gino, in my opinion, is if they just use a draft pick and the draft pick comes in and just wins the job, just is the better guy. And then from there, you know, you just have that rookie on a short leash. That's it. You know, if, if he was somehow to overtake Gino, I don't think that they would spend or trade on the position. Um, I think that would be a decent scenario. You got a good young running back in Kenneth Walker, solid receivers in Metcalf and Lockett. So yeah, I mean, I think it's a great scenario for any quarterback. Just think it'll be Geno. Yeah.
1: Um, anything to bring up? Speaking of Ken Walker,
0: anything to bring up? Oh yeah, fuck, we forgot. We're giving away a, <laughs> we're giving away a Ken Walker jersey right now. Uh, you just need to go and drop a review on Spotify or Apple. Uh, leave a five star rating and be sure to let us know who you're going to take with your 101 Dynasty pick. We're interested in, in hearing some feedback from folks on where they're at right now with their startup picks, who you're taking at the 101. So uh, go to the uh, Fantasy Football Podcast on Spotify or on Apple, leave a five-star review, and let us know which player you want to take at the 101. And in about two weeks, uh, probably the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll do the drawing uh, that Sunday should be a lot of fun. We'll give away that Ken Walker jersey, and we're gonna keep the giveaways coming throughout the off season. So yeah, just leave a review. Uh, it also just really helps too if you just like tell us you like you know you entered <laughs> because it's very difficult to track people down. Uh, I think it took me about two weeks to track down the winner for the Leonard Fournette jersey, or not the Leonard Fournette, the uh, uh, Shaq Leonard jersey. Excuse me, getting confused. Um so yeah sometimes it can take a while to get you all uh you know lined up or respond to me either in the discord on the twitters on the youtubes so it really just helps you know if you want to get your prize we don't have to we don't have to come find you appreciate that andrew we totally totally sure
1: thing man totally (laughs) forgot about that oh
0: yeah ken walker by the way isn't that remember that thing Uh. all right next guy up here definitely uh Definitely a hot name this offseason going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He looked really good this year, in my opinion. I got got to give him a four-star just off of all the Trey Lance love. Everyone was sucking this dude's dick left and right like he's going to be the guy, the big arm, the running ability. I wanted... No bit, no bit of Trey Lance whatsoever. He was one of my big, big overdrafted candidates last year. He was getting moved up the boards, he was being drafted like inside the top six rounds way too often. And that's in super flex formats, of course. Like people were way too high on him, and he couldn't last. We see Jimmy come in, and he was the same Jimmy that we've seen. He was very reliable. Honestly, if he was still in the lineup, he'd be going to the Super Bowl, I feel like or damn, whatever, damn close. You know what I mean? They still got to take care of business against the Eagles, but I'm predicting that the 49ers are going to win that game. So there, there it is. Like he could be going back for a a rematch with Patrick Mahomes. He could be, you know, going on to take, you know, potentially Joe Burrow on like, I feel like he was in a good scenario. It's a very good team. It's a very good offense. The scheme is great. It's perfect for a game managing QB, which Jimmy Garoppolo is. And so is Brock Purdy. It's, It's working out pretty well. Um, Jimmy, he's going to definitely get a deal this year. Where, where do you think he's going to go? And what's your rating?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I think he's – I think he was a – I give him a three. I mean, again, like he's kind of like a game manager. Like he reminds me of an Alex Smith. He just, he's not a guy that's going to really go out Love there and Alex make Smith. it win for you. But he's also really not going to piss the game away too many times. He did only have four QB1 finishes throughout the year. Um, but how many games? Uh, let's see. He had three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, uh, 11, 11 games. And he only had four QB one finishes. So not great, but he, he really didn't kill you. Like looking at his numbers here, he's just not a guy that's going to get like a shit ton of touchdowns, but he's also not going to (laughs) throw a bunch of interceptions either. God bless you. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I think he was fine. I think a three is a, a fair evaluation on him. uh, I am of the side that he needs to go into a scheme that's going to really work for him or else he's going to be dog trash. Um, I think that he fits very well with the Shanahan scheme. I think mm-hmm. that he can, you know, do what Kyle asked of him and that's what makes him a good real-life quarterback. Mm-hmm. Fantasy purposes, though, he's not going to light it up. It's not somebody I'm really interested in. He His best finish of the year was QB5. He had three QB nines. Those were all the QB one finishes that he had. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just don't <laughs> think that he's going to be a guy I'm going to target no matter where he really goes. Um, I was trying to think though, like what, where do I think he could really actually be beneficial outside of the 49ers, man, like Colts depending on good. who goes, I mean, Colts again, pre- and
0: your commandos are my top picks.
1: I don't want him. So you can just completely wash commanders from your mind colts could be interesting you know they have a good defense terry
0: would love them. terry would
1: love him i don't know man ah, I, I i wouldn't love him i love terry but you know what i spend my harder money on that team all right i don't want him all right i don't want carson West. they better listen to me they better listen to me uh, uh version two here so yeah i, I think carolina is interesting with frank right now um I, I think that he could get a good simple system for jimmy g And also, you know, like you said, the Colts. The Colts is very interesting as well. Good defense, good run game. I think that that's what Jimmy needs to be successful with, obviously, Michael Pittman there, you know, who has pretty good hands as well. So Mm -hmm. I think it really has to be a good fit for him. But I don't really think purposely, you know, next year I'm going to be drafting really any of Jimmy G if he is, you know, on any of these teams. He's just not somebody I think. Is going to win me weeks. Like I, I want to get one of those top guys for a purpose. I mean, we saw this year. What you know, what happens if you have a if you have a good tight end and a good quarterback, you have such a far leg up on everybody else because of how mm-hmm. not deep those positions are as opposed to how deep running back and wide receiver can get. So I, I think honestly, you really want to hit on these guys, and Jimmy G is just not a guy that I believe in, really.
0: Mm-hmm. The reason why I like the Colts is because I think they they need a game manager, they went after Matt Ryan, who's just bad. I mean, yeah, you can say he's a game manager, but he's, he's just losing the game more than managing it. And then you had Carson Wentz, who was just trying to do everything but win the game, literally just, you know, doing everything he absolutely can to move his team backwards. You know, trying to make the craziest plays to, to win it all. You know, kind of a selfish player. And more and more, I think about it or more and more, I think about it. Jimmy Garoppolo going to be that game manager. I think you have those types of players and weapons in that offense where you just need somebody that's not going to turn over the ball and being able to get the ball in your best player's hands. Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, right? So I feel like it's a good opportunity for him there. Also, uh, Indianapolis not that far from Eastern Illinois. Uh, That area, like you're either a Bears fan or a Colts fan. You know, there's not really, you know, now that the Rams are out of there, you know, it's really not, you know, pretty wide open for those two teams so i feel like uh i feel like the colts can make a push I, I feel like it would be a good landing spot for them, and it's also not a move that where the colts are going to get like killed in the media you know what i mean like it's jimmy garoppolo like you know what i mean we, we kind of like lowered the bar a little bit like ex, uh you know super bowl uh you know quarterback uh matt ryan you know duh, 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 or uh carson wentz oh he oh yeah he went to the super bowl but he didn't get to play in it you know whatever So I feel like they were always kind of chasing like, you know, quote, unquote, a big arm or a a decent name. I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo ain't going to piss too many people off with that. Yep. Uh, Last two here, we're going to do this one as a double again. Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill. I'm going to give Mac Jones a 2.5 and Tannehill a 2. They just were not very serviceable for me in fantasy this year. Um, They're not assets that I own a lot of. I think I have Tannehill still as like my third or fourth QB on one dynasty team. I don't have Mac Jones anywhere, uh, so definitely no personal bias here. They're just not guys that I'm going to be interested in and going forward. They're barely squeaking out the you know top t- uh, twenty-four quarterbacks, and these guys, you know, they played a, a good amount of games this season still. So uh, Mac Jones was missing early on. Bailey Zappi had a little little moment there, but. He came back and, you know, it it was his job, you know, pretty much immediately, even with how well Bailey Zappi played. I'm not sure what's going to go on there, if there's going to be some type of competition. But honestly, I thought Zappi was just as impressive, if not better. And Tannehill, it's like, I mean, dude, it's over. Like, just pack pack it in. I think they should move on from him personally.
1: Agreed. Yeah, Tannehill needs out. Mac Jones uh, was okay. I actually was surprised to see that Mac Jones in the – games that he started mm-hmm. he has one two three four qb one finishes mac jones uh that, that surprised me i thought i was gonna see maybe one two he just again not, zap you have uh i don't know i can't see i'll have to <laughs> I'll have to go look uh let's see if i can find that here I, I i would give mac jones uh one point seven five and a Tannehill a one and a half i think they both not inspiring neither one of them has a really good rushing floor by any means neither Mm -hmm. one of them i think can get you you're not going into the week thinking man i can't wait for this dude to throw three touchdowns like it's just it just doesn't happen very often like you know like you get with mahomes or hertz or those guys like that that's the difference obviously between the top tier guys and down here is you're not going in expecting as much either from them so um Zappi zappy
0: was one out of four by the way i think i'm pretty four. positive he finished Q- as, as a qb1 in week six and week five he went two and one on the, he went two and one on the year he shut out detroit detroit was pretty good this year just, just saying like as far as like an offense goes get shutting them out that's pretty interesting they beat detroit 29 0 he had a passing touchdown and an interception the following week i'm pretty positive he finished as a quarterback one 24 for 34 Two yeah. passing touchdowns, three hundred and nine passing. He was yards. he was
1: QB ten the the week that you're referring to. Yeah,
0: and then he was bad up against Chicago, which I mean, Bailey, come on, buddy, it's the Bears, buddy, come on, man. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't think Mac Jones is going anywhere. I think he's still the guy next year for New England. Um, but it's it's not somebody I'm going to be drafting at at all. Again, like I just I don't see the path of where this dude can throw. 35 touchdowns like it's just there's just not a path for it he has no rushing floor either it's not somebody i'm i'm eyeing up whatsoever they trade uh, a know. first
0: round pick for deandre hopkins
1: no because i still can't trust who the hell's the the, the offensive play calling was abysmal this year you could have fucking i'm DeAndre not a Bill hopkins.
0: O'Brien fan you won't you won't hear me say nice things about i him, mean so.
1: listen shout out penn state i watched bill o'brien nah. there for a little no, bit no, 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 i watched no, him no, no. like he yeah bill o'brien is not inspiring to me whatsoever so i i don't like that move um and i don't think it's going to be very good year one for mac jones could it potentially be okay down the road if they, if they say you know what man you're our guy at least the next three years could it be okay in year two and three maybe depending on what what moves they make but this year i i don't really care who they get i, I don't think it's going to work out for them really um so yeah i'm, I'm going to be staying away from mac jones His his less than two star uh Review for me is not something I'm gonna go eat at again.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at a one and a half, and yeah, I'm certainly not taking out any more uh Mac Jones. I think there are scenarios where you know he could have big weeks, but he's not he's just not gonna be a high target draft asset in fantasy for next season and long term and, and in dynasty formats, like you just sell. Like, he's just a sell candidate for me. If you can get you know a decent pick for him, I'd be willing to w- be willing to do that, uh, especially if you have a, a you know a healthy stash of uh of quarterbacks. Target somebody that's you know working on some uh, retired potential retirees coming up, guys like that you know Stafford owners. If somehow someone in your league is starting Ryan Tannehill or Dalton, like you definitely need to target uh, a, maybe a Mac Jones trade to them. Even the Tom Brady owner or Aaron Rodgers owner, like clocks are ticking, clocks are ticking. All right, that is a wrap on our reviews here. Do you have anything you want to add in before we uh, head out here?
1: Just want to remind everybody, please go. Join us on Facebook, you know, like the page, subscribe, uh, you know, like this video. If you haven't subscribed have on, well, oh yeah, I meant YouTube. Did I say Facebook? Yeah, I, was like, <laughs> I meant YouTube. I was like, we don't,
0: we don't have one of those. <laughs>
1: ah, that's funny. Yeah, no, I, I meant YouTube. Sorry. There's a, there's an ad for Facebook on Fantasy Pros, which is why I saw it. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so on YouTube, you know, make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, I, I'm gonna proposition this to you here real quick on the fly, but if anybody new subscribes. Could they also be entered in for the Ken Walker? I know we're I know we're looking for reviews, but if they subscribe and screenshot it and send it to one of us as yeah. a new subscriber,
0: I'm down to clown. Add on them that. in yeah, there too. Yeah, All right, let's do too. that.
1: So subscribe if you already haven't. Um, if you are subscribed, please go on and leave a review. Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, if you guys want to screenshot it and send it to us, you know, d- just as verification as well. I think, as Justin alluded to, would be a lot easier that way. We can get at you guys much easier as well if you do win the ken walker oh, jersey so geez. um yeah I, I think that's probably the best bet you know either dm one of us if you're in the discord hit us up on the discord tweet at us whatever the case may be you know dm us so um you know did you may- see
0: me hitting up dude for like two weeks i was like hey where you at uh
1: yeah yeah. is, hey, is that what that was at? in the discord the the, yeah. who was that, the cd guy right yeah
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i, I actually I, like...
1: I honestly thought it was like a buddy of yours and you're just like hey man like what's going on and he just was like totally ghosting you
0: No, I was just like, man, like this guy won the Jersey again. And and, like the, the first one that we did, I don't remember who the Jersey was, but yeah. Okay. So yeah. Debo. So like we had a winner and the dude didn't respond within like four days. And then the guy got back with, to me at like, I don't know, a couple weeks later, he's like, so I'm guessing like there's a new winner. I was like, yeah, man, what the hell? Like, I don't want to have this conversation right now. You're making me feel bad. Like I didn't want to give it away to somebody else. Like this (laughs) dude won, but he never responded. And he was like, I understand. It's no problem. I was like, damn it, man. You shouldn't have even spoken to me. you making <laughs> me feel terrible.
1: Yeah, so that is my last words for everybody. Just subscribe, rate, review. Um, you know, of course, join the Discord as well if you aren't already in there. SGPN Discord. Uh, if you need an, an invite to it or just having a hard time finding it, whatever the case may be, please get at both of us. We are both on the Discord. Um, I think I'm a little bit more in there than Justin since he's a, uh, you know, he he's a guy who's who's behind the scenes. I'm a forefront guy, so hit me up. I'll get you an invite into there, and uh, you know, constantly talking fantasy football, regular NFL. I mean, you name it. I mean, Christ, we have a sneaker channel. I was checking out the other day. I don't. I'm not a big sneaker head, but I was looking at it, and people go just absolutely batshit crazy for sneakers. So it was just fun to to look at the other channels, stuff I'm not normally into, and just seeing what they're talking about
0: yeah the sneaker channel is not always so bumping but uh yeah man dude we have a lot of socials it's just tough to keep up with all of them yes sir we, gotta, <laughs> sure we gotta we gotta be on the reddits the discords the twitters <sighs> like, I, i'm pretty sure i deleted the facebook app a while ago just like had to do it like there's just no room anymore <laughs> sorry sorry book plus me and zucks we're not we're not pals so uh no funny. he sucks Nah, he's he's kind of a dick uh i've had my I, I know we had our page like the sgpn page was randomly taken down because it was like oh you're violating copyright and i had the same situation with my own personal brand before i came onto sgpn they don't give you any type of reason they're just like listen you're in timeout we said you're in timeout your timeout's over in three days we're not going to give you any proof or any reason or cause for why this happened but we'll see at the end of your three days mm-hmm <laughs> like like, what (laughs) like and i had like a friend like contact facebook and everything and they're just like yeah no details no info you'll be out in three days like this is bullshit damn (laughs) all right take care be well be good everybody if you can't be good be good at it we'll see you next week take care.